0: Hi friend. today we're going to be talking about how we can make a difference and in helping our planet today we're going to be sharing facts and simple ways we can help we hope you enjoy it Friends, this is Natalie and Glenda. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about some facts and actionable steps to make a difference in protecting our planet, and specifically on our ocean. It's June, which is the month where we celebrate the ocean. June eighth is World Ocean's Day, so we're so excited to share this with you today. So, I want to first mention that in this episode, we will be talking about rising temperature. Yes, we'll be talking about what does rising temperature mean, what is it causing, and what can we do to better the current situation? So let's kind of jump right in. What does rising temperature mean, Glenda? Okay, so that is a good question. So another word for rising temperature um, that is used interchangeably is global warming. And this is really a man-made warming on Earth um, caused from greenhouse gases The main ones you hear are carbon dioxide Mm -hmm. and methane. And these are usually introduced um, through transportation or agricultural practices as well. Mm. And I actually want to share some really interesting and unique um, facts about greenhouse gases that maybe will help you learn a little bit more Mm -hmm. about this issue. So some facts about, for example, carbon dioxide slash methane. Carbon dioxide is the highest greenhouse gas that is emitted into the atmosphere. And this is usually coming from the burning of fossil fuels, comes from solid waste, it comes from trees that are, you know, burned, burned or mm-hmm. th- just naturally decay. Um, and it can also come from other natural materials, right? Mm-hmm. So, the CO2 emitted from humans is actually found the highest emissions from transportation and uh, electricity. Yeah, I was about to say, like, most likely it's going to be us driving to work every day, the amounts of population, you know, using cars, which is, you know, we have to use cars to get to where we need to until Mm -hmm. there's a challenge there. For sure, for sure. And we're going to talk about how we can help with that particular Mm -hmm. problem as well. Okay, so the next one that we're going to talk about is methane. Methane is the second highest greenhouse gas emitted into the atmosphere. And it comes from coals, natural gas, and oil, Mm -hmm. as well as from waste and landfills. It also comes from livestock um, and other agriculture practices. Now, this is going to sound funny, (laughs) but... If you've not heard this before, this is going to be like, this is very interesting, but this is the fun part of of learning this. You get to learn unique facts. So, the fact is, did you know that a lot of the methane that is emitted into the atmosphere is actually from, like, livestock? All your livestock that you usually have, that you find in a farm normally, right? Yeah. Uh, Are very unique in the way that they digest things. (laughs) And... (laughs) Usually it methane through, um, burps and farts. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So this That's is new. So funny. So there's something that is really cool about a way that one particular company is helping with this issue is, mm. um, a company called Symbrosia and they're uh, in Hawaii, I believe. And what they do is they actually produce food for like livestock and um they sell this product to like farmers and stuff and it basically minimizes the amount of methane wow. that livestock produces which is so genius that is very interesting they're taking a problem that you you can't just say oh let's get, like, rid, of get rid of livestock yeah, like no, we, we need, need livestock yeah. obviously and and you know we they're it's very important yeah so what they did is they they use they harness the power of material from the ocean, such as algae, put that mm-hmm. in the livestock feed, uh, their food, basically, and it helps them to not produce. Is it any type of specific algae or is it just... Um, it's red algae, I believe. Oh, okay. So wow. Yeah, yeah, that's so interesting because you think they're using natural material that we right. find on Earth, you know? Um, yes. How is algae like a really abundant or is it yeah good question so algae is definitely more abundant in the ocean Uh um and actually some places are 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 doing something called like an algae farm yeah i was about to ask that yeah yeah where they grow algae basically so like no especially this company knowing that this red algae is going to help with that they're probably growing that oh yeah in order to make sure they're still getting plenty they're definitely harvesting that yeah uh, that algae and it's so cool so, yeah, it's, it's a little fun fact there. Um, some more information includes, um, for example, methane. Um, while CO2 is definitely harmful for the, uh, atmosphere because, you know, it's a greenhouse gas, methane is, has a shorter lifespan, but the thing is, it traps in more of that radiation. So, that, that mm-hmm. heat in than CO2 does. So, it's kind of like the carbon is like, there's a lot of it. Right. But just with a little bit of methane, like we can as easily, yes. you know. So it's little, but with a lot of harmful impact. Yes. You know? It has, yeah, exactly. It has a more harmful <clears throat> impact, uh, than, uh, CO2. So methane, uh, emitted comes, like we said, from agricultural and also petroleum systems, um, are usually the highest. So it makes me kind of think, um, How is that even affecting, like, so we're seeing the way that that's affecting just, like, land Mm -hmm. and stuff. How is that affecting the ocean? Wow, good question. So, it's definitely affecting the ocean. Rising temperatures in our atmosphere, okay? So, think about this. The ocean is, you know, this amazing... Uh, body of water that does so much. Yeah, it's it's so huge. Like it's just right. It it takes up like, like I believe more than seventy percent of the Earth's like surface. Right. Yeah, that is a lot. So I mean, the ocean is very important. So what happens is you get these, you know, CO two methane. You know, it's being trapped in our atmosphere, mm-hmm. and what happens is that it starts heating up. Right? Yeah, okay Well, our ocean does this really cool thing where it takes in that CO2 But the problem is the ocean can only do that for so long And so what we found is that rising temperatures Just one or two degrees difference in our ocean can mean a lot mm. You know, And so- you would think that would be so like insignificant People would think right. one or two degrees But you realize how delicate the balance of things are on this planet yes so that's exactly true once the oceans take in this carbon dioxide there is this chemical reaction happening where the oceans are actually becoming more acidic so generally the ocean water is a bit basic okay so Mm -hmm. um if you think about it you know citrus fruits that's acidic yeah and uh something like normal like Neutral water, that's a kind of like a 7 pH. And then you have something a little bit more basic. So that is usually where the ocean is. Okay. So what happens is, since the oceans are becoming a bit more acidic, this is quite a problem for a lot of the ocean animals um, to make their hard shells. For example, like crabs, Mm. uh, mussels, and even coral. They use this hard... Um, material this hard shell but because of the acidity it's not allowing them to make their shell and so this is really harming these animals Mm, wow i didn't even really think about that like even the development of of a type of creature a type of animal you know in the right environment it's gonna it's gonna produce really well it's gonna Form well, it's mm-hmm. gonna live really well. Mm-hmm. But then, without that, like, even yeah. just how it grows, it's not gonna be okay. Yes, exactly. So, as you can imagine, this is quite a problem. You know, some of the things that have are happening. For example, as, like you said, these animals are not being able to develop their shells. So, you actually, it's not rare to find a little crab that has a very funky shell. Or mm. may not have a shell at all oh, wow. because it's unable to make one, and then we have really some devastating issues like coral bleaching events where mm, corals yeah. lose their color. And if you want to like see a visual of what this means, there's this amazing Netflix documentary called Chasing Corals. Yes, it's so good. Like even I really enjoyed it, and it. Because, like, you know, I'm not necessarily always keeping up with science the yeah. way you are. So, but the way they explained it actually helped me understand what, like, the, I guess, the complexity of coral. Yes. But in a simple way that I'm like, oh, wow, like, you can clearly see something's not right. And that's not okay. Exactly. And so what I love about that uh, documentary is that they really showed the progression of a uh, degrading coral like coral reefs, mm. you know, these ecosystems, these animals, they're part of this bigger scheme, right? Yeah. And you can imagine it as a, like, a, a domino effect. When mm-hmm. one, you push one little domino down, the rest go as that, with it. Yes. So if you are, you know, <clears throat> we're creating CO2, methane in the atmosphere that heats up our, our Earth, then the ocean takes that in. The ocean's like, "Oh, this is too much for me. We we can't hold it in anymore." <laughs> yes. And so then now this is like really affecting the the ecosystem, their marine ecosystems. Animals are being harmed. Um, you know, uh, coral reefs are bleaching. And yeah. when you think about that, that now you're harming the the homes where fish live. Yeah. And then we need fish to eat. Yes. Now there's no you know limitations limitations on our fish populations Mm -hmm. and the health of all of that and the health of all of that so then you start thinking oh wow wow, this is really bad because now we don't have food there's a food insecurity and and so it's this really big loop yeah and, and it makes me think like we travel because we love to go see so many different new cool parts of the world and i know like something for me that i would love to haven't done yet but like I would love to go travel to see the beautiful mm. ocean. I would love to you know, go snorkeling and, oh my gosh, look at this amazing world like yes. right under this this ocean. And it makes you think that's why like we travel to experience amazing, yeah. cool, beautiful things on this earth. And so it makes me think if I traveled to a a spot where there was such a beautiful, vibrant coral um spot and you see all these amazing photos and you you go to your vacation spot and then you go and you're so excited and then there's nothing there right you're and- like whoa what happened i i came on this vacation because i wanted to see these corals and the beautiful fish and all the colors that would be there but then there's nothing there Right. And so that, you know, this topic is really personal to me because, um, in my undergraduate, I had the opportunity to go to Belize and I got to experience <clears throat> the coral reefs there. And, um, it was such a cool experience at, at thinking like, wow, these are such a cool, um, ecosystems. And so we <clears throat> got to see the coral reefs. And we saw the fish there, and and there was color. And the thing is, our professor had told us that a few years prior, they took at um a few years back, there was not really anything there for them to see. Wow! It was kind of like rubble. It was there was not wow. much there. Mm. And so, um, the coolest part was that you know Belize really took action as a country and said, "No, these." These ecosystems are really important to mm-hmm. us, and we know how foundational they are to um, the survival of the animals there, but also f- to to us humans, you know. And so um, we had the amazing privilege to yeah. see that again, and it was yeah. so cool. And that's amazing because you think we want as like we want all generations to keep seeing exactly. this exactly. Like yeah. you we want our kids and and mm-hmm. our friends and our our families, everybody to to keep seeing these things and. If we don't, like, that's going to be really, you know, we lose something so beautiful a part of our Earth. Yeah. What are some ways that we can actually even, like, take action? Okay, awesome. I love this question because the thing is, we can do so much. One action step that you can take to make a difference is some simple ideas. You, They're quite simple, but, you know, sometimes... We just have to be reminded of them. And so mm-hmm. a one thing is for sure, maintaining your car. It's so simple as that. Maintaining your car, making sure that everything is working well on it. Um, so, for example, you know, you have done your oil change and all of this up, Your car functions well. It's not mm-hmm. emitting yeah. um, more co2 or more so um bad fuel than is needed and another cool thing is like for example to have a fuel efficient car that's also very Mm. important as well as if you have like a hybrid car or electric car those are really helpful as well Mm, okay but um the cool thing is to carpool you know if you need to go somewhere and you know other people are going in that general
1: uh, yeah, hey hey like i
0: get a ride <laughs> you, yeah exactly do you want to ride Do you want to come with me plus like ha- hanging out with is yes, fun that is fun so carpooling is a great way to do that um or if you live in an area where you can bike or walk that is amazing plus yeah you, that'd be you, so fun but you're doing two things at once really you're both you know helping the earth and the planet by you know biking or walking but you're also giving yourself some daily exercise that you know? is that is very great exactly and another thing we can do is make sure that if you have you know errands to do try to do all in one a day mm, yeah. um which you know first of all it does help our planet but it also relieves stress from you you don't have to go back and forth yeah you know? you're like oh i got everything <laughs> yeah exactly you're done you don't have to go to the store anymore um so because i know that i don't like having to like oh uh, go back and, and, forth, and forth yes yes um so it helps and another uh, energy-efficient thing is, like, if you have um, LED lights mm. or efficient light bulbs in your home, yeah, that is definitely true. helpful. It keeps, you know, your, your house well lit, but also helps your your bills as well. Yeah. That's <laughs> so um, that's also very helpful. And then if you're going to, like, walk outside of your room or a particular room in your house and you're not using all like, your light, make sure to just turn that off. Yes. I, I need to remember this mom <laughs> yeah natalie does forget. That i do i just kind of but... walk out and forget <laughs> but it's okay um and then the main point is to really just be aware of your actions and what consequences they may lead to so these are just i hope you guys learned yeah, a little bit about that's a lot of good information yeah and, and, and the thing is they're like kind of simple things like who would not just keep your car maintained well you know right or change out that light bulb. Yeah, exactly. And there's small little things. I think the problem is a lot of people think that you have to do so much to make a difference. <laughs> and it's really not. Yes. You're really um, helping yourself out by just doing small things. For example, our, in our house, in our family, we changed all our light bulbs to um, the LED. And like literally, I don't think we've yeah. had to replace them for all. Like, yeah, there's a, a few that we. And we're having a hard time finding the LED for, but for the most part, the ones we've had, we've had for a long time. Yeah, they've really been cost efficient, you know? Yeah, they really have. And so there's small little things like that um, that you can do. And if you're interested about, like, anything that I said today, I will leave links down below about the this information, so that way you mm, can also yeah. read about it as well. And if you have any questions or anything yes, you'd anything like to. you're like, what, uh, what about this? <laughs> yes, please leave it on our anchor page or our Instagram, and we would be happy to yeah, help. Yeah, that'd be so fun for us to just talk about that. For sure. Well, thanks for listening, friend. We hope this episode was useful to you. Don't forget to share it with a friend and who you think it would benefit. You can connect with us on our Instagram page and Fellowship and Deep Talk podcasts and our anchor page. Bye. Bye. Hey friends, thanks for listening. It would mean so much if you would subscribe and would give the podcast a rate and review. Thanks for tuning in and have an awesome day.